everybody and welcome to It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. Uh, we are the regular Sunday edition or episode of the Michelle Meow Show. And Happy New Year to all of you out there. I can't believe it is now 2016. And you know, not that a whole lot of people write checks anymore, but you know, if you are right, then we got to make sure you change that 2015 to 2016. However, it is a good way to write a check that's not quite good because, you know, if it's over 90 days, I think, or six months, they can't cash it. So... (laughs) So you could just make that, give yourself a little leeway to go and actually put some money in your bank, you know, if you need to do that. But Happy New Year to all of you, and I hope your New Year's Eve or New Year's Day celebration was safe and joyous and you, you reflected. And, you know, for those of you who make those resolutions that you did all that, and hopefully they're resolutions that you can actually live up to, because many times we do that and we really can't. We really can't do that. We really can't, you know. But um, but anyway, so welcome to the show. And I'm going to start the program off with, uh, our, the whole program really is dedicated to one person primarily. My guest is um, a well-known DJ in the world of music, particularly in the world of, of, of the gay circuit parties and whatnot. He's also a producer of music. Um, and he's also a very well-known gay adult entertainer. And um, he has a lot of great things happening for him this coming year of 2016. And so I um, asked to speak with him, and so here we have it. We'll be speaking with Dominic Pacifico, also known as DJ Pornstar, in a little bit. But I also thought that so it is a new year, and uh, we're going into a lot of new programming, but also we have some of our usual shows, such as the Grammy Awards, which will be coming, I do believe it's February the 16th this year, which is a Monday night, which is usually kind of, I think it's usually on a Sunday night, so that's kind of unusual. Uh, but um, I thought I might do a little look-see and see how we fared as a community, a gay community, with the nominations this year. Last year, we fared pretty good. So I, you know, thought it was really interesting. Was was that a fluke in the way the nominations went out? Or was it kind of like, hey, you know, the industry there, the music industry is changing a little bit. And people are now being able to practice their art or present their art as their authentic selves without any repercussions, generally speaking. And so um, I thought I'd take a look at that. And we did fare fairly well this year. There's a, a lot of um, uh, artists out there that are contending with some of our um, LGBTQ allies like Taylor Swift, Nick Jonas, and Adele. Those are big names who are very big supporters of the LGBTQ community. But in the new artists... Um, Category, which was won last year by Sam Smith, who is a, a, a gay man. Um, but we also have uh, country singer Brandy Clark. Um, excuse me, not Brandy Clark. I don't know why I said that because she was in it last year. But we have Courtney Barnett, um, who's an indie rocker out of Australia. 
And um, she just had her debut album called Sometimes I Sit and Think and Sometimes I Just Sit. Um, and so she's up actually in two categories for Best New Artist and Best Country Song because she um, um, uh, helped write something there. Or actually, no, God, I'm totally screwed up here. I tell you, the New Year's got me screwed up. Brandy Clark, last year's nominee for um, uh Best New Artist is up for Best Country Song, which she co-wrote with Mark Stephen Jones called Hold My Hand. So that's another LGBTQ nominee. Um, Best Alternative Album. Uh, Some can question whether or not Bjork is LGBTQ. She has definitely, you know, led to us to believe that she's bisexual, but she's up for Best Alternative Album. Best Urban Contemporary Album. There's a neo-soul group um, called um, Up There. Um, uh, the internet, I think is what they're called. The internet, yeah, the internet. And and they have a lesbian rapper called Sid the Kid, and they are up for Best Urban Contemporary Album. Um, Best Latin Pop Album, of course, Ricky Martin. His last album, which was kind of a double deluxe edition because it had some English and had some Spanish, or half Spanish, half English. Uh, Quien Quiere Escuchar is up for Best Latin Pop Album. Best Album Americana our Best Americana album, uh, Brandy Carlisle, and she's an out musician, musician, and she's up for her album, The Fire Watcher's Daughter. God, we're hitting almost every category, I kid you not. The Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album. Now, last year or any previous year, this gentleman could not have been included as LGBTQ, but he got married to a man last year. And so Barry Manilow is up for Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album with his My Dream duets, and those are the duets that he did with people who are no longer with us. He did duets with Judy Garland and Whitney Houston by tapping himself into his live vocals into pre-recorded vocals of these artists. So uh, that's up for Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album. Best Spoken Word Album, um, which includes poetry, audiobooks, and storytelling. Uh, we have the legendary folk singer and lesbian Janice Ian up for uh, an award, uh, actually with uh, her friend, um, television actress Jean Smart from Designing Women. They did um, a reading of the novel Patience and Sarah by um, Isabel Miller, and that is a lesbian love story. Best Regional Mexican Music Album. Um, we don't really have a true representative of the LGBT community in this category, but... There is a group that is up for Best Regional Mexican Music Album who had a song on their album about a lesbian love affair, and that's Los Tigres del Norte. Uh, they're up for an award, so we're going to give them a little nudge just because they were um, they had a song about lesbian teenage love, so we'll just put that out there. Best Blues Album, um, Betty Lovett is out there, um, and her recent memoir listed um, her, or her affairs with both men and women, so we're going to give her a nudge to be included in our listing um and uh, she's up for best blues album best orig- uh, arrangement instrumental or acapella that wonderful uh, group pentatonics pentatonics is up for uh their um 
their Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy song, which is, I, I just love it, from their album, That's Christmas to Me. Uh, that was them in 2014. Uh, but two of their members, uh, Mitch and Scott, um, are gay community members. Best musical theater album. Well, isn't every best musical theater album have gay people on it? I'm just saying. Um, but, um, but Fun Home um, is produced uh, and... Um, has uh, the artist nominated, and this show was based on uh, a lesbian cartoonist, Alison Bechtel. And best classical music categories, so many of them, a lesbian composer, Laura uh, Cartman's Ask Your Mama, um, uh, is um, up for best classical um, uh, engineered album, best classical producer, um, and best classical composition. So... There's a few of those up there for that. So anyway, that's kind of our list of 2016 Grammy Awards as it relates to LGBTQ nominees. So there you have it. So got a lot of knowledge out there, but we're going to be right back with my wonderful interview with Dominic Pacifico, also known as DJ Pornstar, right after these messages. Thanks for listening to the Progressive Voices Network, streaming the best in progressive talk 24-7. Keep the progressive conversation going on by joining our community. Each week, we send out an email that covers important things taking place in the Progressive Voices Network and throughout the progressive world. Be the first to know of upcoming shows, schedule changes, exclusive programming, and more. Simply go to ProgressiveVoices.com and sign up for our mailing list. It's that easy. ProgressiveVoices.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for joining the Progressive Voices community. I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? <laughs> Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW.
There you have. But that hopefully, you know, Adele is hot as ever with her new music from her album 25. And that, of course, was the theme song from um, Skyfall, which um, she actually won in her first Oscar for writing that song for the film, the James Bond film. And that remix was done by our next guest, uh, DJ Pornstar did that did that remix of Adele's Skyfall, which I actually love that rendition. And it's been a pleasure for me to catch up with an old friend because I've known um, and worked with uh, Dominic Pacifico, um, which is his a uh, most important name because that's where he does his gay adult entertainment ender. Um, but DJ porn star since about 2007 or 2008. So we've known each other for quite some time and it's been wonderful to see him grow um, in this world of entertainment and as a producer of music, as a performer of music, as a wonderful, prolific DJ, um, as a great adult entertainer now producing and directing content. And he's just a great guy. Now he's also a great promoter with Huge events under his belt, including uh, the upcoming upcoming Hustler Ball, uh, Las Vegas, which um, kicks off on January 15th and the 16th. And so I have a pleasure to catch up with them to see what's going on in the world of Dominic Pacifico. And let me tell you, and not to my surprise, there's a whole lot. So here is my conversation with Dominic Pacifico, also known as DJ Pornstar. You know, as I was looking back, because um, it was about, what, 2007, it was there when your career as a DJ really started to kind of take off as far as, you know, getting a lot of gigs, um, definitely locally in San Francisco, and then, you know, a couple of years later, even beyond. But um, even then, though, though you were very popular as an adult entertainer, and just popular in general, I mean, because you're a very likable young man, Dominic, um, that, um, you know, people still didn't give you that respect. You know what I mean? That um, that musicians, DJs included in that, usually receive for their craft. How were you able to turn that around from the perspective of your peers and the perspective of promoters and, and the public? I think it was, you know, sticking with my name brand and trying to, you know, prove my professionalism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, paying attention to what some of the, the bigger players were doing, uh, whether it was, you know, Peter Rawhoffer, Tony Moran, making sure that I, I kept true to a saint, uh, my same style and, and, uh, you know, to what was current, you know, and what was, what was relevant in the club world, mm-hmm. you know. I There's some DJs can be all over the place. They're playing hip hop. They're playing this and that. You know, right. I really stuck to the house and the trap house. And I think it was also a matter of timing, you know. Yeah. Social- well, you know, I kind of compare you, and I don't know if anyone's ever done this before, but I kind of compare you to Lady Gaga in many ways because... I remember she underwent similar criticism about 
her having, quote unquote, a gimmick to push her talent versus just getting out there raw like an Adele. You know what I mean? Just standing up there and doing your thing. Um, and it's very similar to kind of you because, you know, you know, you know, and I know how people say, well, you know, I I'm a DJ and I don't have to take off my shirt in order to show people I can play. Or I don't need to, you know, do all these photo shoots to show people I can play. Um, you know, and people criticize Lady Gaga for the same thing, you know, all her costumes and some of her outrageous controversial statements and all that kind of stuff as being a gimmick in order to get over. H have you heard that before where anybody has compared you to a similar artist where they kind of do have a brand or a gimmick I wouldn't even call it a gimmick, but a brand that's kind of different from other people? I have before. I, You know, I, I wouldn't say specifically Lady Gaga, but it, there has been those types of comparisons mm -hmm. where it was given, I was given the criticism of being very gimmicky with my bodysuits and the jumpsuits or DJing and roller skates or something really like mm -hmm. <laughs> random that was unnecessary, you know, but I did it. I did it entertain myself not really entertain everyone else mm -hmm. just because I like to have fun and I am a club kid so you know most of the time people can't even see you in the DJ booth you know right <laughs> so I do it for myself you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. well you do say one of your one of your quotes is that you like to play in life and that that carries into everything, um, personally, professionally, and everything. So part of all that is that playing in life by doing those things for you, it sounds like. That's true. Yeah, and, and of course, we all have to be happy in order to, in what we're doing in order to excel in what we're doing. So I, it really makes sense for you to kind of put yourself in a comfort zone that um, that works for you. And then when you're happy, of course, we're going to see that as as patrons to a party that you're playing at, we're going to see that, you know what I mean? And it's going to come across in your music. I, I agree. I agree. You know, and I feel sometimes, um, and I've taken some advice from some DJ friends lately. If I'm not feeling it, mm -hmm. go ahead and take some time off because it really reflects on your music and it really reflects on, on the crowd. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree with that for any performer. And that's the thing I think that a lot of people, forget about DJs, even DJs forget that they are a performer. And I know that many times as a nightclub goer regularly that I've heard many DJs that play, can play their ass off, but somehow I miss their energy. You know what I mean? It's like I get the music but I don't get the energy and you look at them and it, and it almost seems like what they're doing is a chore versus a joy. And, um, exactly. and I, I think a lot of DJs miss that. You don't, you don't miss the fact that you need to be having fun at this and you need to be, you know, exuding this energy so that we do, you know, we, the crowd do, and you don't miss that. And, and I think some of the best DJs out there have that, that they just can get a crowd going. And and a lot of sometimes it doesn't even have to be that the music's all that great, but you're just so feeling the vibe that, you know, we play off of that. Exactly. 
Okay, that was part one of um, my interview with um, Dominic, and we will continue with him after this message. I'm Heclina. I've been doing drag here in San Francisco for almost 20 years and uh, over the past couple months I just opened up my club Oasis. It's been going really well. People really seem to appreciate the space. It's something people say San Francisco really needs right now because the city has been changing a lot. I always had this attitude of, of opening a space that was kind of like for everybody and that's just kind of the attitude and the, the uh, the ethics of Oasis is it's kind of a space for everybody. How does it feel to be a business owner? I don't know, you know, it's funny because I still need, to, I still have to kind of pinch myself to believe it's actually true, you know what I mean? Like I walk in there and, and I go up to the bar and I go, oh, can I please have a glass of water? You know, it's kind of like, I forget that it's my place. Running gay clubs, it's changed a lot. Um, I think that gay people now, they're everywhere. They don't feel like they have to maybe be in a gay bar all the time, so you have to be much more creative about how you are enticing people to come out to your club. I, I guess I'm successful because I'll just say it, I work really hard at what I do. I also like to provide a really quality experience for people. So yes, you know, people will pay to see my shows and pay to come to my club, but I always like, like to give them something that's worth it. The experience that they'll, they'll leave my shows going, okay, that was worth it, you know what I mean? This has always been my attitude. Um, just to entertain people, and so it seems like that works, you know. I would say to young kids, you know, just kind of form your own identity. And, uh, and you know, don't let others dictate how you should behave or think. Uh, you can always go to uh, sfoasis.com to find out about all the entertainment and nightlife that we have going on at Oasis. If you want to see drag, we've got that for you. If you want to see some queer hip-hop parties or queer dance parties, we have that for Spotlight you. Spotlight on success and achievement. Brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together, we'll go far. Thank you for staying with us. This is um, B.B. Sweetbriar of It's Everything We Are, the Sunday weekly, the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And if you're just joining us, we are in the middle of an interview with um, adult entertainer and um, prolific DJ producer, Dominic Pacific, also known as DJ Porn Star. And we've talked a little bit about, um, you know, him growing up um, not only as a performer and and whatnot, but also uh, gaining the respect of his um, peers in his industry, which was a hard thing to do as a adult entertainer also doing DJ work. Um, but he's done it very, very well. Uh, in our next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming up for him and um, where he is going with some of his new ventures uh, um, in, in the world of music making. So here's my, we will further talk with Dominic right here. Um, 
Now you're doing a lot of other things though with um, DJing because you you produce as well, and I know that you've you're starting a new um, moniker of Pacifico with producing some new music, original pieces. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Um, well, I have, in January 14th, I have a new track coming out called Earth From Here. Mm-hmm. It just got signed with Dan DeLeon's uh, record label, Pump Records. Uh-huh, yeah, familiar with it. So that's kind of the, one of the beginning launches. The, the first one I did that came out of Pacific was for Anna Paula when she just released Let's Dance, mm-hmm. kind of a redo of, of David Bowie. Um, and I had started that project in June, actually, and it didn't release until the beginning of October. They had held out. I'm not sure why. It went over really well. Let's 
Dan. He loved it. It's more of an EDM direction mm-hmm. um, rather than Tribal House. Whereas if I do a Tribal House remix, it'll be a DJ Porn Star remix. Everything else under Pacifico is going to be a bit more commercial. Mm-hmm. Now, th- th- this is, I'm assuming, a vocal piece as well? Uh, the vocals are done by Jeb Haven. Oh, I know Jeb, yeah. I don't know. From, from yeah, Francisco. Jeb used to live in San Francisco. Right. He moved to L.A. And we've kept in touch all these years. And I brought him the track, and he just, he had the lyrics within a day. It was just amazing. Yeah, he's an amazing uh, lyricist and musician. Totally dig him. Mm-hmm. Um, be a par- how, are you going to be doing some type of combination with DJing and um performance as well in other words because that kind of sounds like what pacifico is is a little bit um not trying to make comparisons but david getta calvin harris ish meaning you kind of do a combo plate of you producing and other people singing that's pretty much the direction i'm going so that's why i i can you know consider it commercial is because I'm, i'm you know living in vegas now i'm taking you know some of the obvious steps that they've taken in their career, and that's to move more towards being a producer and an artist rather than just, you know, playing other people's remixes. Yeah, yeah. So with that, how does that affect how you would eventually play if, or are you planning on keeping DJ Pornstar extremely separate from Pacifica? Um, for the gay events, I'll probably stick with DJ Pornstar just, just, just because that's what I'm known for. Mm-hmm. But I'm working with my new manager, Michael Benendetti, on the straight events uh, or in straight clubs as Pacifico. So it'll be a very different style, more of a commercial approach. I will have my clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, that would be the feature. Yes. I'd be able to have that crossover into the mainstream. You have all these hats that you wear. I mean, I I don't know how you do it. I mean, you're still doing um, stuff in the adult entertainment where you have your world, you have your website, you have, you know, um, other um, uh, models on this website. So that's a whole entity on its own. You're a promoter with your own parties that you throw, including... Um, taking on the huge um, hustle ball um, and bringing that re, re you know re inventing that and bringing that back to the forefront that it once was back in the day and and now you have another facet of your music in addition to being a DJ but also really heavy hitting on on mainstream um, mainstream production. You're kind of like Sybil <laughs> with all these different personalities. How? I mean, that has to be a lot on you as far as, I mean, there can't be a day where you just have idle time. There has to well, be. I mean, I, 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 when, I, when I lived in San Francisco, I went to school at Expressions for multimedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so being a DJ was just like a, a side passion. It wasn't specifically what I went to school for. It was for audio production and video production. So in the back of my mind, I knew that eventually as a DJ, I would be a producer. And the same with porn after being in front of the camera for 15, 16 years 
and then working on set, doing set design, production assistance, producing my own website, producing my own content, working with other studios, producing content for them. The direction for me now is, you know, to be a producer. I will be, well, over the past year and a half, I've slowly been in less and less and less in front of the camera to the point now I'm relaunching my website, DominicPacifico.com, January 2016, and I'm really not going to be in it much more. I'm producing uh, for for the website, and I'm just really using it as a brand name. Mm-hmm. You know, there's enough there's enough of me out there. I don't need a whole website of just me. Uh, so, you know, similar to Austin Wilde or Dominic Ford or some of the other porn stars that have slowly moved or have stayed behind the camera, that's kind of where I'm at. Actually, uh, we just drove out to the desert right now. We're out here in Las Vegas. It's like 40 degrees, and uh, we're starting to do the production of a combination which is a the music video for Earth from Here, but the triple X version will be, you know, we're halfway through the video, the guys actually stop and have sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very similar, like the Michael Jackson video, you know, you start with the music and then it goes into like sort of a storyline that goes back to the video. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I'm doing. And obviously as DJ porn star, that's always been my cross-marketing angle is to have two options and, and two full-on marketing directions for what I'm doing, the music and the porn. Mm-hmm. So when it came to being a producer, I thought, why not make a music video that's for the commercial, you know, music aspect of it, or whether it's just a music video for TV or for people who play in the clubs or logo or whatever, people want to watch the video at home. Uh, and then on the porn side, you can watch, you know, the X version. I so enjoy listening to Dominic tell us all about what's going on with him. I kind of live vicariously through him. We're going to hear a little bit more before we end off on our program today, right after this message. We'll be right back. Commonwealth Club is a unique organization that brings together people from a variety of backgrounds to explore important issues as a community. Sooner or later, everyone worth hearing comes to our stage. From Marga Gomez to Richard Chamberlain, from James Hormel to Kate Kendall, leading thinkers, activists, politicians, and artists have come to the Commonwealth Club of California. Ted Olson and David Boyes came here to discuss their winning legal strategy for same-sex marriage. Jason Collins talked about gay athletes. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence discussed activism and good works. Actor and director Rob Reiner explained how he got Hollywood behind same-sex marriage. Barney Frank described what it's like to be gay at the highest levels of Washington. From healthcare reform to transgender rights, from immigration to gay-owned businesses, it's all at the Commonwealth Club. And that's still just a portion of the 450 programs we present every single year, with new programming nearly every single day. 
be a part of the conversation. Learn more at commonwealthclub.org, download our free app in iTunes, and join us in person the next time you're in San Francisco. The Commonwealth Club of California puts you face-to-face with today's thought leaders. Thank you for staying with us. Welcome back. Um, I hope you're not just joining us now, but if you are, this is It's Everything with B.B. Sweetbriar, our uh, Sunday weekly edition of the Michelle Miao Show on Progressive Voices. We're speaking with Dominant Pacifica, also known as DJ Pornstar. And in this final segment of our interview, we talk about his involvement and undertaking of the Hustle Ball Las Vegas uh, which was once a, a, an event years ago and kind of fell to the wayside. And he's been able to bring it back in, in a big way. This is, will be the third year under his direction. And um, it kicks off for 2016 on January 15th. And we talk a little bit about um, him getting involved, the whys, and um, how successful it's been. So hopefully you enjoy that. And then um, we'll be back to sign off. There's got to be at some point, though, maybe not, maybe not, maybe I'm, maybe I'm um, diminishing your capabilities, but there's got to be at some point where this is a lot for you, um, because it's not, a, it's a lot for you now, but you're good at all of it, you know what I mean? It's, it's different for people to do all that you do, and... Well, and be you know some people are a jack of many trades, but they're really not all that good at any of them. But you're good at all of them, um, which means which means no, which really means that a you take each one of them seriously. You want to give your all in every area, and you have pride in your work in all of those things. So that means the product that puts out there has to be good, not mediocre. It has to be good. And that wears on people. And all I guess my point is getting to is like at some point in time, there may be a period where you're going to have to say, I need to I need to pull back um, for very for many reasons, sanity, <laughs> personal life, whatever. And if you had to do that, is there is that would that be difficult to decide how you would do that? Because you seem to be very attached to all facets that of things that you do. I think that all of my work has always gone hand in hand. You know, there was never me being a DJ without being a porn star. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with that fascination, there's no way I could produce a song and love the song without having my hands on the visual aspect of the music video. And I've waited. Probably I've wanted to do this for seven years, and I've waited because I wasn't going to put a video out there that I didn't feel was 100% the best best of the best you know and I needed I needed to be that way mm-hmm. I can't I, I wasn't going to do it and I put a lot of remixes out there and until I started getting some good uh, record label opportunities I thought okay when I when I get that one track that I love that I just can't put out there without the video that's, that's when it's going to happen and and it happened and I, it is a lot I am squeezing a lot in but you know seven years ago it was just me I didn't have a I didn't have a DJ manager or a booking manager or 
you know, a lot that I have now. I didn't even have, a, you know, like a DJ website for people to see where I'm touring. Now I have, you know, a videographer, a manager, someone who takes care of my PR, someone who takes care of my social media, a web developer. You know, I have a staff of like five or six. Mm-hmm. So it's not all, it's not all just on my plate right now. I actually have a team of people that are working behind me. So sometimes it does get overwhelming, and I would not be able to do it with all the without all the people that are helping. Me, yeah, you know? it ta- it's just amazing. It you takes know, people believe in my work. It takes a village. So, <laughs> it takes a village. It sometimes. takes a tribe. It yeah. takes the whole tribe. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, well, let's talk a, a little bit about Hustle Ball because you know that has been a baby of yours for what? This is the is this the third year that you produced this. The event. Third, lot. This is the third year for Hustler Ball here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> they had it here years and years ago, and it just—I guess it wasn't a success. They couldn't get around the Nevada law, and there's a lot of openness with the law here. But one is one is the the sex law, and the sex with drinking law is very very strict. Mm-hmm. So once we were able to figure out How what the it? legalities were, the first year was a major success. It was oversold. Last year was sold out as well. This year is going to be about the same. And um, it's great. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's getting bigger and better than ever. Well, this is also another thing that I think is a reflection of your vision in putting, I'm sure you wouldn't get involved with this if you didn't foresee it being what it has become. Um, and, you know, cause some people get attached to things just because it kind of makes a little bit of PR sense to do it, but really don't have the passion behind it. But this definitely has, is a passion, is a reflection of your passion of everything that you do, because it does definitely has your marker on it. Well, you know, I did play for Hustle Ball in London. I played in New York a few times and I just thought it was such a great party and such a, you know, again, it's the music and the whole focus is around porn stars. So it just seemed like it was right there. Like I was the fit for that. It made mm-hmm. sense for me, mm-hmm. you know, and um, why they weren't doing it in Vegas kind of blew my mind. And when I talked to um, the group that produces Hustler Ball all over the world, they said, if you could figure it out, you know, go ahead and bring it in. Um, it seems to be one of their, their bigger successes outside of Berlin. Yeah. So. Well, kudos for that. And that, that will be coming up on the 15th and 16th of January. Oh, yeah. Well, we got CyberSocket Awards and the Expos Convention in L.A. And then the, that following weekend, yeah, Hustle Ball. Got a lot before you. So good luck on Hustle Ball. And hopefully I will see you there. <laughs> And um, good luck on the new song um, that's coming out. Uh, Thank, next you. Month, so. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, also, next uh, spring, early summer, will be the Pacifico product line. So I'll have my own first signature dildo and BDSM sex toys to go along with that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what about clothing? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say no clothing, no, no perfume, nothing like that. Just, you know, I'm going to stick with the toy line to go hand in hand with the website and stuff. So that's a lot. That's going to be a lot for me to handle already. I think after that, I'm going to put a pause on having projects added to my plate. To your plate, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's just good. a bucket list one, you know, that's a bucket list. <laughs> 
Okay, no problem. Well, thanks again, and I know you're busy, so thanks for taking the time out to um, talk to me. Of course, thanks. Okay. And um, I will keep in touch Okay. then as well, I, I assume. Okay, thank you, baby. I'll talk to you soon. All righty, that was really fun. I'm so glad I got an opportunity to catch up with my old friend, Dominic Pacifico, DJ porn star, and I'm so looking forward to actually seeing him. I'm hopefully going to get an opportunity to go out and at least um, catch a little bit of that hustle ball in Vegas, maybe on Saturday. Got something I have to attend to on the 14th, which, or excuse me, the 15th, but I'll let you know about that next weekend. Um, but hopefully I'll be able to do that. But we're going to actually go off the air today with a little bit more of DJ Pornstar in his remix of Kylie Minogue's Into Blue. So I hope you guys have a, a good rest of the weekend, and I will talk to you next week here on It's Everything. Bye-bye.
Forget to me. 